Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> Welcome Finally to another episode it. of Inside the Closet. How you doing, Matteo? You know, um, getting sick of life. <laughs> <laughs> um. It really is crazy. There's, it wasn't last night. Oh, it was Saturday night. I was recently I've been getting in bed earlier and earlier. I don't know what the fuck I was doing all night at the beginning of quarantine. I did I wasn't in bed so early. But recently I'll get in bed at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock. And it's just because I've got nothing else to do. So I'm like, well, I'm I'm going to bed. And uh Saturday night was and Ashley and I have kind of stopped watching TV so much because in the beginning we were watching like tons of TV. Now we're kind of over that. We've like right. watched everything, so we were in bed. You're like, you're like, oh, I don't feel like in the beginning of quarantine. You're like, I don't feel guilty about watching TV. We're in a pandemic, and now right. you're like, okay, so if I actually went missing right now, <laughs> like I'm going to the worst scenario in my head. I'm like, oh, at what point am I just gonna go? Like, because I'm so bored right. with my life. At what point does kidnapping sound fun? Right, 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 right. I'm available. Is there some kind of board I could post on? It's just, I'm sure someone's going to be offended by that. Um, No, no. Oh, I did it. It doesn't matter. I'm over over everyone being offended. I was trying Um, to do a a joke about kidnapping that didn't work, but comedians would usually think it was kind of funny, but it didn't work. I had a joke about watching too many true crime shows, but the new part I was trying to write in it was, and this is fucked up, but it's got to suck for someone who has been kidnapped or taken away or something but it wasn't something so sensational that they could get on tv because now the bar is set really high so then you've been kidnapped but say you're kidnapped but like not molested then you're at home watching someone with a book deal and a tv show because they got like kidnapped for longer and then you're at home like oh if it had just been one more week i would have been set for life so now you're getting fucked twice but it's too and then i did an act out of like the agent having to reject the person that had only been kidnapped but it's too fucked up comedians usually thought it was like Silly, but uh, comedians. I just want to say that comedians like, are, we're so used to hearing the most horrible shit right. because at some point you start taking yourself out of real life situations and it becomes about wordplay situations, right. and then your brain becomes wired to just hear the joke. And so you, you'll read right. an article, and most people will think how horrible and comedians think but also wouldn't this be funny and then it starts to become this secret language between comedians right so not all comedians obviously but like most comedians like you start to talk to each other and there's like an understanding that we are living in the realm of jokes right but then you try and bring that on stage and you have to dilute dilute a lot of your jokes because audiences are not there's a couple of jokes i have that are it's truly horrible I mean, because well, it's like, also like, it's like if you look at what it's about, you're like, yes, this is awful. You're like, but I'm just trying to take a contrarian point of view here to be like, imagine this hypothetical situation and this and that. But then right. if you really look at it, you're like, okay, I'm not really like you were never really saying in your joke about that you got the Twitter hate at the, the Mike Pence one. About- oh, yeah. When gays, when the. Okay, gay people started thinking I actually wanted gay men to go to prison. Right, that's exactly. what they got out of that joke. Like if you literally meant that, that'd be like insane. Like you wouldn't be a comedian. You'd be yeah, that would be cra- that would be that'd be crazy. crazy. I probably wouldn't have the title comedian as my job if I right. truly felt that way. Right, you know, like- I probably wouldn't be someone who makes jokes. 
Right. It'd be so, but that's because usually for jokes, things have to get super exaggerated, but. Right. You have to go to like another world where they don't even exist. Like it's not even possible. Right. Right. Because it also, I was like, the idea of getting rejected for something because you're not quite enough of the thing is something that people live that are in show business have had that happen before. So that's why it was funny to me because I was thinking like, oh man, I bet if I got kidnapped, I'd probably like get out after a year but like nothing weird would happen. And besides that, and then I'd be like trying to sell a book and they'd be like, oh, just one year. We, this other fucking guy's been in, he was locked up for 25. Like, what do you, by his uncle, he's getting molested by frogs every day. What what did you do? And I'm like, I just didn't, I just only ate cereal. Like I was like think I was like, I can picture that fucking happening to me. But, uh, <laughs> but we were, Ashley and I have watched all that we've watched. We're done with fucking true crime. And she said, she goes the other day, she goes, should we cancel Netflix? Because I feel like we've watched everything. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, if you've if you've watched everything on Netflix, like if you're at the point where you're like, I should cancel Netflix. Seen it all. What'd you watch? Well, Netflix. So, but all of it. So I only watched. I watched The Office. Well, okay. So I went Do to we my cousin's house. It? Oh, it's great. Um, my I have like family friends, uh, friends, their cousins who are from Sicily, and they moved to. New Jersey like five years ago or four years ago or something like that and so I went to, now if I could finally see them because we all feel safe enough to see mm-hmm. each other and stuff so I went to their house in Jersey this weekend and they have a one-year-old right. it's so fascinating to me what one-year-olds watch and what they're into yeah what like, are they I she loves first of all she was only spoken to in Italian but mm. she watches English shows, and so she like has this weird like mix of English and Italian. It's very strange, but she's so cute. But kids love shows. I don't know what it like. There's a show that she was watching where it's like this guy draws. He just sits and draws like stories. There's like two kids next to him. He's clearly gay, by the way. He's mm. like, so what else could happen to the watermelon man? <laughs> you know, just so gay. But kids, you know, they don't know. So. He's drawing the watermelon man, and she could be like running around the house screaming, yelling. The second that's on, she just this, just really? zombies stares at the TV. I'm like, what is it about like these kid shows? How do they yeah. know how to grasp right. the kids' attention like that? I wonder that too, because it's like you have to put yourself in that mindset to. I don't know. Like, have you ever seen Dora the Explorer? Of course. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like, hi, I'm Dora. Hola. Let's right. go to you know. And, and kids friggin' love it. They, they, they just love, love it. What were the kids' shows we watched? Mr. I watched Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and Sesame's, like, my sister Kate says, Frankie, my, my niece loves Sesame Street. Like, the oh, second she Elmo's on, she's, she's glued. Like, she's just, like, hypnotized. Have you ever auditioned you know, for Sesame Street? No, because I've not a, um, I'm not a so- sociopath. So I auditioned for it one time. It was but they have a, as a who as they, they a have puppet? a lot of they have a lot of actors like walk do walk on like lines like in the back in the background. Normally it's celebrities though, like big. Celebrities. Right, I was gonna say like it's cute if like Jennifer Gardner's yes. there like learning how to make jam with you know Gizmo or whatever the yes. hell. and people are like uh, yeah they had when I was on Crazy X so that was like the most like peak of whatever it is. Yet, knock on wood, but they um, I, they had me going for an audition, and it was the nicest audition I've ever. Normally, when you do go in for an audition, no matter how many people are in the scene, it's just you and the person you're auditioning for, and that one person reads for all the other people. 
So it could be like Mateo and I are auditioning and he, I, in the scene is like, you get like, it's like a wedding, but he has to re and then I have to respond to him as though you're all these different people. It's really confusing. And also normally if you're with different people, you are looking different places. If it's just one person being 10 people, you have to like, it's like confusing. Sesame Street had different people in there. I think there was three people in the scene and I went in and they're like, well, one second, we'll make sure to have other people for you. And I was like, what? And it wasn't even a big, just like a couple lines. And they like brought in these other people and they had them stand different places for my eye line. And it was like the night, they were so fucking nice. I didn't get it or get a callback, but I left Yeah, because usually you walk in, you walk into auditions, like ready. Okay. Well, well right. I'll be, I'll be the person. Okay. Uh, Emma Willman, they're ready to see you. Great. Thank you. Next. That's it. Exactly. You're out. Yeah. It's done. Right. They're already mad at you. I had one Broadway audition once. I was, I would, there used to be, the, so they were putting, they were trying to do this Broadway show about Steve Jobs' life, which like, oh, now we're cool. just singing about anything. No, right. we're now, no yeah. one needs a Broadway show of Steve Jobs' life. I don't it, know anything me, about him besides he's probably up in middle class, but, but. Oh, uh, he's pro- he was, a, I think he was a complete asshole. I have oh, no idea. Really? Um, I don't know. But hmm. I remember sitting in the audition and they were like, prepare like two bars of music. And so I thought, whatever, I'll just sing Wicked because I couldn't think of any other Broadway shows sure. that I know. But as we're sitting there, everyone in the audition room is wearing black turtlenecks to, and glasses to look like Steve Jobs. I, it made me so angry. You were auditioning to be Steve Jobs? Yes. You'd be and a so, very good looking Steve Jobs. No. So I walk in and there's two women at a table and a a, a guy sitting down on a chair to read with you and then a gay guy at the piano who's playing music so i walk mm. in i was furious just the whole thing and i hate the power dynamic what i walk in like hi it was like hi i'm mateo i'm a homosexual i'm sure you haven't seen any of those yet and the women started laughing and the gay guy looked really mad at me on the piano and they're like, they're like okay they're like um so what are you singing? I was like, I'm going to sing something from Wicked. And I looked at the guy on the piano and I said, heard of it? <laughs> and uh, he was like, what? And then I looked at the guy reading to me and I said, well, you look excited to be here. And then the- You're like doing <laughs> crowd work. I was, yeah. because I didn't like the fact that people were walking in this dynamic. Whatever. So the it's women because, were dying see, of laughter. They see so many fucking people. So they're just like, you know, they're over it. Well, I know, and I did the audition and it went by terribly, but they laughed really hard and I thought, you know what? At least I gave them a good laugh. But I bet, I bet you, you no one's fun. walked in an audition, looked at the person reading to them and said in front of the casting director, you look excited to be here. Right. Because he right. did, he looked miserable. He uh, looked fucking miserable. And I think part of why they're usually really miserable is they are actors. So mm-hmm. they that then get, you know, it's so, it can either be the assistant or sometimes as an actor, but either way, they're people that are working all the time for like $10 an hour and like probably want to be do auditioning instead of being there and are- Well, like, then they should audition. Meanwhile, I'm sitting right. there with a bunch of assholes wearing turtlenecks and glasses, trying to pretend right. to be Steve fucking Jobs. Meanwhile, none of us know anything about iPhones except how to send dick pics. So I'm like, I don't even know what Was I'm he, he gay? Doing. Was Steve Jobs gay? No, just saying we're all gay men in the world. Oh, oh. I didn't know that would be a did did that play ever happen? No, it got canceled immediately. Um, I did a live show the other day. Now, don't say where. We're not allowed to say the venue. But I did a live show, and it felt great. Oh, good. I had it felt like 
I had stuff I wanted to work on. It was nice to see other comics. It was nice to have a live audience. So what's um, it like? What was it like? Because I'm going to be back when I'm back in New York. I'm going to do some. I'm I'm quarantining when I get to New York, though, which honestly, at first I thought was going to be a bitch. But now I'm kind of like, oh, that's kind of nice. I mean, two mm-hmm. weeks is a long time, but I'm like, at least I'm not like I'm not getting there and doing stuff. I'm like, oh, I got to get there, fucking sit, take care of myself, you know. But so what was it like? Like, like walk me through it. It felt like a really good bar show back in the day. So if you're a comic, you start doing open mics. And when you start doing shows, they're called bar shows. Literally shows they set up at a bar. Mm -hmm. You open a microphone. But it is a step up from um, doing open mics. And then there's like really good bar shows. I mean, the the Knitting Factory is not even a bar show. It's like a show. It's a it's a it's a book spot. I mean, it's amazing. It's like a great show. Right. Back in the day, Cabin would have been like the biggest bar show right. in the city. Um, so yeah, I went up and I had some new jokes that I did about. I talked about Nick in quarantine. I talked about like um, Nick, 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 Nick. My friend Nick, who oh, looks like yeah. Mr. Burns but sounds like Smithers. And um, what was the setup I don't know, it was like? Fun. I did. I did. The setup was just like on like a like outdoor patio-ish porch thing. Hmm. And they were sitting down at a restaurant and then I, you know, you just walk up. Everyone has different microphones and, you know, I was talking, Mark Norman was there. Mark's like, don't go up with the, don't do the new stuff. Don't do the new stuff. You know, and I was like, okay. You know, it felt like you were back at a show. Like I felt, right. it felt good. And you're running into, I saw Dulce, I saw Amina. Like I saw comics that I just like hadn't seen before. That's nice. So, mm-hmm. I it wonder why nice. he didn't, he was he saying don't do new stuff just because it's like, just heart. like, you know, like he was making a joke, like, don't get confident with the new stuff, like right. open strong and then do the new stuff. Because comics, we always have, we always have some new joke. We think it's going to be great. We get really excited. We get up there, bombs. So right. he was basically just like, just stick, do open with the old stuff. Trust me. Cause Mark's doing every show. I mean, Mark is, he is the opening of every show. He's at the opening of my lunch. I mean, he's at every he, show that is in the city. He's doing the show. So there's these shows in the park where literally... There's no mic. They just mm-hmm. have you in a corner in the fucking park. So, mm-hmm. which also, I got to say, though, I know that there's no mic because then you have to get all these, like, permits and regulations. Yelling. I, I did a show in the park before where there was a mic. If I had been without a mic, the way you naturally project your voice so people can hear you does not seem like a good idea. You know what I mean? I, but, you know, I get it. Like, the, the, it, there's obvious... There's obviously a need for some people for comedy. Maybe yeah. just for the comedians. I have no idea. But I mean, it's just it's like, there's a need for comedy right now. So I, I mean, comics are doing it. So I, I say more power to them. I don't know. More if power I to it. I'd say no mic, no mic though in the park seems like, uh, I mean, I would do it if that, that's the only one that to me that all the other ones seem very like safe and well done. They mu- it must be, it must be done in a good way. It's a great, it's a reputable place doing it, but it just seems like you're having to yell because you have to, so people can hear, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know they're opening gyms back up next week. They are. Great. So I don't know how that's going to go. I think it has to be like 33% capacity. You have to schedule it. You have to get like, I think the ventilation system has to be, good but i mean they brought bowling back and like bowling they brought bowling back? i was like you can bring him back for god's sake yeah I mean, it's been since march let me just go They're, they brought bowling back mm-hmm. that's crazy. i mean of all the things that we need right i need to knock down those pins <laughs> Did you i mean do they bowling? have we bowling 
Am I going to go to the gym? Are you going to go? Yeah. Hell fucking yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to schedule my time. I'm going to wear a mask. I'll wear gloves. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I won't go. I have no idea. Maybe I, I, should, I say go. I should see how it goes at first. I say I go. Know. I mean, everyone if you're, gets judged for doing everything. I'm like, oh. God. If you're aware of being six feet from someone, you know, then you then do it. Then go. You know, like. Yeah. By, by the way, there's a guy screaming at the top of his lungs outside really? my house right now. I can hear him. He's. New I'm five York. floors up. New York. When you did the outdoor show, was it um, where everyone was like facing you, and they were all there for comedy? They were probably twenty feet away from me. Cool. And then they were all six feet apart. Would you do the park shows? No. Yeah. I saw Mark's video of him doing them, um, and. and they looked it, i mean it was funny his video was funny um tough man doing a show in the whew, that's tough i know but it's i think we're back at we're kind of back days back in the old days of comedy you just sort of did where you could take you did whatever right. you could do and so we would show <laughs> I, I mean, for three audience members sometimes. I mean, right. you know, we did shows. Oh. Did you do any outdoors in a park, though? Shows. I did one at Washington's, um, and someone put it up, and it just says gay comic doing stand-up, and I can't no way. get it down. But it's, yeah, but it's just old material. I'm really, really thin, and I have like a backwards hat, and I think I yell at pigeons at one point, and I'm trying to like impersonate Ellen because I was still in my first like eight months of doing comedy. So I was like, you could hear that Ellen was obviously an, like somebody that I was trying to emulate. So you could hear my voice that I'm just doing Ellen. I mean, it's, it's really That's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's really um, funny. When are you coming back to New York? Um, I am going to come back the okay i think it's the 25th or 26th i fly in that's tuesday yeah and then i'm gonna quarantine for a week i'm gonna Mm -hmm. come in get tested i'm gonna take a red eye because i have like some meetings on that tuesday so i'm gonna take take the red eye in and then get tested first thing the next morning and then quarantine at least i'll get a rapid test while quarantine that week um okay but then we're gonna be able to see yeah and then i'll be in and then i'll be there yeah, I'm excited. Now, I'm how ex- long are you going to... Because you're kind of like Batman. I never know where you are, when you're going to be there, how you're getting there. So, so like, my, how well, long I'm are you going to be in New York? No, I'm going to be... So my lease is up. My, I'm going to be packing up my apartment because my lease is up September 16th, but I'm going to stay for the full month. And Ashley, this is really nice of her. She's going to come for one week, the week that my... Like, I'm going to have movers come. She's going to come and help, like, oversee that. Because finding movers in New York... I've, it has never been hard because there's so many of them, but so many people are moving. So I had to call all these different places to get it like set up and find one that wasn't too expensive because so many people are moving to the suburbs, I guess. Yeah, everyone's leaving the city. Except people Days. are also move, buying places in New York. Did you say gays? Except gays. Except gays. People, the the um cost like apartment supposedly maybe not for like studios, but people are like buying up places because I was like googling like what. Well, the know? rich people are buying up places because they right. know when that market comes back up, 
that they're gonna that they're just that they'll make so much money because New York's not gonna be like this forever. Not this at all. This isn't a forever thing. Um, I'm certainly enjoying it right now. I got my big ass one bedroom apartment for right. nothing. Right. Although I have to say, being in the suburbs of New Jersey, it was so nice to be outside, hear nature, hear mm. wind, hear crickets, big space. You know, just like we could this big kitchen and my cousins and I cooked Sicilian brioche and carbonara Ooh. and cacio Ooh. pepe and gelato. And, you know, I'm going to go back now. My mouth is watering. I'm going to go back next weekend to just stay another night. And you it- should go back as much as you can, because that's the other thing. Like, this is like one thing is like, if you can be around family, like this is probably one of the best times, you know what I mean? Like, cause I can't really fly yet. Right. So, you know, it's like I, I'm not prepared to go to Chicago to quarantine for two weeks and come back to New York and quarantine for two weeks. It's like I've been living in a studio for five months. I need my freedom. I need to be able to leave my home. Right. I the when I was thinking when I was like, oh, I'm going to be quarantining for two weeks. And then I was like, oh, in my studio apartment, that's different. Because when I quarantine quarantined in Louisiana, it was like with a house with a yard. So I would like get up, go outside, walk around the yard you know what i mean my studio apartment i'm like oh this is a different fucking ball game this is a different ball game like the bed is in the kitchen yeah it's another thing it's like that's a mind fuck that's a mind well having a one bedroom is great i mean in the sense that to anyone outside of new york this is i live in a fucking closet but to new yorkers i'm i found some sort of diamond in the rough like i've found some magical place that they don't even believe exists right and um so i feel i feel more space here i feel happier here i can wake up and like i have a separate kitchen it's it's pretty interesting one year lease or two year lease one year but i think it's rent stabilized Ooh, that's nice that's so studios are where there's there's a ton and the play, guess what area of the city the most amount of people have moved out of in New York? Where? Upper East. The Upper East Side. Really? Yeah, I don't know why that is, oh, but I guess. because they have the most money. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's the richest zip code in the country. They Upper East Side money. is? Not by me where I was living. I'm talking Park. Park yeah, Avenue. Yeah. In between 65th and probably 90. They gone. The most expensive real estate in the country imagine that's shocking because i would think it would be like greenwich connecticut or something but imagine if i got like some sweet ass deal and like a bajillion dollar apartment that'd be cool you got like a four bedroom i'd move in with you remember that apartment that that client of so ashley cuts this guy's hair who oh my he invented something that he like with computers, he invented space. Some... He invented space. I mean, I don't yeah. know what you could invent to get such a big apartment. I mean, and that was even... the most insane. To me, I've never. He was so the originally the reason we stayed at the apartment was my mom and her Ash and I were all going to stay in my studio. My mom could get a hotel, mm-hmm. but she was like, I want to spend time together. So and Ashley was like, Ooh, let me ask her client. You know, I know he has a place in New York. If we can stay there, and oh, um, and then Mateo came over to record, and it was like. There's like I also cooked Kraft macaroni and cheese yes. in the kitchen. There's which I just felt like that was that honestly is the best way 
to be in a rich person's house is by cooking the worst, cheapest food. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what, what you make, it's still going to look great with granite right. countertops and marble right. staircases. Right. And, and the thing is, he had a pool table. Here's the thing. No one needs a pool table. Like, people right. in New York don't even have couches. Right. Like, the fact that this is my first couch is, like, otherworldly. So the fact that you just casually have a pool table that you use twice a year for and fun. You don't even- or the apartment, you know, he uses like a couple, he like never, and then the apartment you walk by. I'll you know, live there. I know. Well, I was trying to fish around. I was like, so when I'm there, I was like, so Gail, who's been on the show before, is going mm-hmm. to Brazil. And she was like, How? I don't, I don't ask any questions. So she's going to Brazil. And she was like, my play, my, I have a studio in Greenpoint. She's like, it's all yours if you want to stay there. And I was like, oh, actually, that would be great. Because I was going to get an Airbnb, but it was still pretty expensive. So I was like, oh, awesome. So... She was like, but, but but before Gail said that, I was like, okay, I'm getting Airbnb. I was like, could I stay at that guy's place? And she was like, no, like, I don't want to ask him too much. He's so generous. He'd probably say yes. And I was like, so ask. But and I was like, it's not even that it's a nice apartment. It's that it's an empty apartment in the city. Like, I don't want him to think that I care necessarily about it's the luxury. It's an empty mansion. It's, it's an empty. Mansion. Yeah. That is a mansion outside of New York City. I mean, I, to, to, to be yeah. that big in New York is one thing. But even outside of New York, that place is it's probably like twenty million bucks. I bet. Yeah, yeah. If that, so, so it's and Jared Kushner owns the apartment building, so it's like, oh, uh. yeah. And, and each each um where his family does each. Uh, and I asked the door guy, I was like, "What are they like?" And he was like, "Everyone asked me that. They're actually really nice." But he has to, he of course he has to fucking say that. I mean, he, I'm sure Jared's. Uh, hopefully, Jared's family is not Republicans. I mean, they're. I don't know. I think his he has a brother who isn't. But I th- okay. think he is. But well, Jared like, is. He, he works yeah. for the fucking right. president. He's right. a douche. Right. And I don't even know. It was my mom who asked. She's like, what are they like? I was like, what's he going to say? Like, he's going he's to tell that's us. That's a very non-waspy thing for your mother to do. I'm glad your mother asked that. Well, because she hates Republicans. Right. So she breaks the... I mean, she kind of asked, like, oh, what, what? But no, she was kind of like, what are they like? She, um... But she shouldn't. As much as she does, it's kind of contradictory. Like, it's like... I'm tr- I'm trying this new thing where I'm not like these people. Like, if you say you're Republican or conservative, that my reaction shouldn't be hate. It shouldn't like, be. I, you know, I think that we're going to do a lot better by actually speaking to one another. It, I think both yeah. Republicans and Democrats, you know, the second you say you're one thing, they've already got lined up their beliefs and project on you what you are and a lot of it comes from just watching the news all day and then you feel really angry but it's there's like i actually hate trump and mitch mcconnell like i do hate those people i dislike mitch mcconnell more i hate i hate them all but i you know someone's like i'm a republican it's like well we probably disagree on a lot of things you know what's what's crazy to me though is like people who are like i'm fine with you being gay but i am a republican i'm like Mm. well have you looked historically (laughs) at like what well, like also, feeling- even that sentence is flawed. It's like they're in the position of power in that sentence. It's not even about position of power. It's just like everything to be Republican has been to vote against our existence. Sure. Everything. So even from like the smallest things like being fired for being gay, adopting for being gay, getting right. married, having, you know, getting health care, anything. It's like it just anything. It's all against gays. And then you're they're like, I'm fine with gays. I'm like, yeah, but I understand that. But like, you know, just 
if any of you guys are Republicans, write in and tell us about it. Be- yeah, I'm curious because I'm curious about gay Republicans just well, it's wildly about also voting it's, against themselves. With taxes, it depends what your priority is, too. Because, like, with, mm-hmm. when it comes to also, like, it's been very eye opening seeing the way people from Louisiana, Ashley, um, views government assistance because the government assistance was so botched after Katrina that there's definitely mm-hmm. like a distrust of the government in a way that makes it so she would say some things against the government but then even when I was there I even saw but it's like there's so many layers to the problem like mm-hmm. now a lot of the people that had been in section 8 how in public housing that were displaced because of Katrina were placed in the suburbs and then the government pays them a certain amount of money and it is almost hard i was like you got to understand i was like people don't naturally want to be on government assistance but if you mm-hmm. can't get something else and you at least the people across the street from her it would there could potentially be some drug activity happening i was like mm-hmm. what are they always doing outside at that time and she was like don't watch and then i watched and i was like oh, they're selling weed like obvious it's like but you know that issue it's like very very complicated too so then i think that can make people be republican Every, like, yeah. well, i don't trust the government dispersing the money i'd rather make it and do it myself or whatever so it's right. tricky you know what i'd rather be doing right now i'd rather mm. um be doing shows <laughs> are you gonna do start doing more? are you gonna do more outdoor shows i'm think? doing another show tomorrow great so that'll be fun um you know well, what do you think it would be like in December? Do you think all this, like, will they be able to be inside by then? Or what do you think? I'll be kidnapped. Um, I have to say, I've been watching, I'm joking. I've been watching this show, by the way, called Selling Sunset. Have you seen any of it? No, but everyone's always talking about it. So Selling Sunset, when I was doing a show, I said, what have you guys been watching in quarantine? And of course, this white girl's like, Selling Sunset! Right. It is the most vapid group of, honestly... I don't even know how to describe that. They've all had the same amount of plastic surgery. It's lips, cheeks, hair. Uh, yeah, they're just, you know, these are, they're just Stepford wives, right? There's like one right. woman from Israel who's like, un, looks normal and pretty. And, mm-hmm. But um, it looks like they converted like an old A&W root beer or like maybe like a, if you go, if you live in Chicago, like a Portillo's and then put like a few desks and computers and then these women are selling on Sunset Boulevard. Like they're selling LA real estate and it's owned by these two twins, like these two really macho, masky sort of twins. Like we sell, we do, we deal. And these Wait, women are, are supposed to be- I think I've seen ads for it then, the two good looking the, the, guys. They're twins, they have like shaved heads. They're good looking. Oh no, I'm thinking of different ones. Uh, um, but for example, there's, so you, you go into a new house, you have to stage the house, right? So you hire someone to stage it, which means you borrow and you rent furniture to be put in the house. So you, when people walk in, they sort of have a better idea of what it looks like. Right. So this girl's standing there and the, the woman who's trying to teach, tell her about staging it, you know, she's like, you put this here, we can do that here. And then she looks down at her phone and she sees uh, um, <laughs> her boyfriend is calling and she goes, hold on one second, I have to take this call. She turns around, walks three feet away and picks up and goes, hey, babe. And I'm like, you're working right now. And right. none of them know what they're talking about. None of them sell houses. And like this new girl comes in and all of them hate her. I'm like, this is the most ridiculous. You have to watch sell? They don't sell mm-hmm. houses? Quote, unquote, they'll spend about five minutes talking about architecture and the rest is just talking about boys. 
And then you never see them like make a deal? You kind of do. Like you'll see them at like dinner talking to someone like, I'm just like ready to like guns blazing, like claws out. I'm going to sell this fucking home. (laughs) That's about the extent of it. I would think that once you get into that market, it's almost like the houses almost sell themselves, right? Well, yeah, it's like a bill. I mean, these houses are like $14 million, you know, it's like, and here's the thing about people selling houses. At what point do we realize that those people didn't build the house? Their job is to open the doors and narrate mm-hmm. a living room for you. Right. I mean, it, re- it doesn't really quite make sense. Like, I'm going to show you this house. I'm going to sell this house. Bitch, you didn't, you can't even spell house. Right. How did you get to this? Like, what are you, do- like brokers, you know what I mean? Right. Like, what, what are you doing? You, right. you unlock the door. I, when we were looking at houses in, um, around Louisiana when I was there, we were with the real estate agent and I was asking all these questions. And then afterwards, Ashley would be like, you shouldn't ask that. You shouldn't ask that. You shouldn't ask that. She's like, the less you say to these people, the better. Cause you don't want them. Like one of the first things I said, I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh, I really want to get something. Like I want to get a rental property. I did it. And she was like, no, no, no. She was like, you can't say any of this stuff. She was like, the, if they know you're motivated to buy, she's like act indifferent, act too cool. Like she would go around and look, she'd be like, hmm. And I'd be like, this is awesome. And she'd be like, no. Play it cool. All they, any info that anybody takes, they try to then make money from it. So they know you want to, you know what I mean? And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I thought they were on our side. She's like, everyone says they're on your side when they're trying to. Well, um, they all make it feel, yeah, they make it feel like you're on their side. Right. They just want money. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe I should do real estate. I couldn't even imagine selling a house. Why don't we both try in, to do and it? And this wall. But there's a problem. What? We have to, we have to pass a test. Supposedly it's really, really hard. It. Yeah. To pass the real estate test? Supposedly, it's real. It's actually really hard. We should have my friend Nick on the show to talk about selling Sunset and to talk about real estate because he does real estate oh. here in New York. It, it, by the way, I understand that it's very hard work. I'm not saying it's not staging and selling and all this stuff. It's, it's a lot of complicated work. I'm just talking about selling Sunset, right. the TV show. I don't think that they're actually... I don't think any of them are actually doing it. I mean, it's clearly a show on Netflix. He's been a real estate long. agent. And being a real estate agent in New York is not easy either. Because it's like... You're- well, you have to be fucking tough as fuck. Right. You know, because you're just dealing with assholes all day long. Right. And again, you're dealing with homes too. I mean, I don't think I know what I'm talking about. Am I coming off bad in this episode? No, I do not think that there's people are going to be offended by, you know... I don't care about the offensive part. I just can't tell... Wait, I talked to this girl the other day, and she, and she said the funniest thing that people, like, she goes, she's like, I don't respond to trolls. Uh, you know, not that someone giving you feedback is necessarily a troll at all. She's specifically saying she did a late night set. Her name's Laura Bite. She did a late night set, and she, a lot of people were making mean comments about her looks. So she said, and she was like, or that's what she saw. She's like, I don't respond. She goes, except for, I, she posted something, and someone went, she said, she posted something where she was like, you know, I really hope that this quarantine is the worst thing that, we go through for a long time, something like that. Just, you know, I just hope for all of us, this is in the context of everything, you know, and someone wrote, it's not that bad. It's not like it were um, Jews in Nazi Germany. And she was like, how could the worst thing in my life be that being a Jew in Nazi Germany? She was like, I'm just talking about, I hope that, you know, in terms of, you know, She's what we're all going through. Like, kind of nice. Yeah, she was like, I was just trying to say, like, for all of us now, I hope that this is as bad as it gets, you know, relatively now. Like, how could I be, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, of course, 
or maybe those trolls like maybe someone really thinks that she's ex- like i don't know what the mindset is like maybe they th- like if you say i'm getting mindset's me narcissism is that what it is the mindset's narcissism our right. phones have made us giant narc myself included narcissists Everything on the internet was, why wasn't this consulted by me? Right. Why didn't this person consult me? Why wasn't I consulted? Because you weren't consulted. You weren't thought right. of. I don't right. know you. I wouldn't know who you right. are. And then, why wasn't my, why wasn't, why me? Why not me? Why not right. me? Thing. Like, I was thinking about, like, comics becoming, like, the news. Like, we're being, like, you know, J- Big J, by the way. I don't know if you saw this, but Big J got attacked on stage. I just saw that. Will you tell me? I almost said, will you tell us? Okay, guys, when I, I say us, I'm talking about me and you, the audience. I'm not having a fucking breakdown. I'm not being like, will you tell us about it? I'm just saying that, trying to, like, loop everything. Tell me. Me and me. <laughs> tell like, Emma, are us you? about it. Because um, I saw Big J is a all... comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I have to ask. Big, I have to ask Jay when I see him. I don't know. I just saw the video. He was on that. stage and he sits on a chair. When, when Big J does stand up, he sits on a chair and he does a lot of crowd work. And some guy just runs up from behind him and shoves him. The shoves rumor I him. heard. Fucking shoves him. He's like a big he falls, man. Yes. If, he, if they shoves Mateo like that, I mean, the, he shoves him where he's he's he gone. Yeah. The, the thing is, if Em and I were shoved with that strength, we'd go missing. I mean, the, that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it was a shove. And I said, Big J's, Big J's a strong guy. And His name's he, Big J. Big J like, I mean, it's in the name. Yeah, he yeah. flew like a dainty little, like, like he, that, that guy well, shoved, like he knows what he's. Little. He just got a bad fall. He got, it, he, like when he, I watched it, also the, whatever video I watched, it was like playing it on loop. He like shoves him and he like goes up and down. Like the guy like pushed him like up and out. Like that's like a fucking it was a, it was yeah but i know jay's okay i mean he made a video on his instagram saying he was okay good um how did i even get to this story um about people tr- giving feedback trolls oh comments. feedback well yeah. i just thought like it's just funny that comedy's gotten to this point now where it's like you can't say anything can't do anything can't and it's like but didn't eminem win a grammy for talking about like murdering his Hurt. mother and like killing his girlfriend and having sex with his mom or something like it's like, so it's okay in music, but it's not okay to explore ideas in comedy. What happened when he got shoved? Was it, it was like- so- I guess his fans, that's the thing is like, don't, I, I would never fuck with the Legion of Skanks fans. No shit. Yeah, yeah. and they, they came, I think they, I think, I don't know what happened, but I'm going to assume allegedly that they- Took care of it. Helped, yeah, they took care of it. Cause also his co-host, it's like, in the article, it was said that one of Jay's co-hosts like r- rushed the stage to help out. That's a group. Like, if someone shoves me or someone shoves Mateo, yeah, sure, I'm gonna rush the stage to try to help out. Neither of us are doing gonna do much. You rush the stage in that crew. You know, someone someone shoves Mateo, then you got me and Patty running up there screaming like. Well, Patty ah! took down three cops, so I think okay. Patty could take down. It depends what happens. I mean, I I'd, I'd be so shocked. I'd be like. I'd call, I'd fucking, I'd call for security. I'd be like, security! Like, if I would If someone shoved you, Emma, I'd go crazy. I'd, I, would, I would jump on them, bite, attack. Really? Mm-hmm. If someone shoves me, I would rather you call security because you don't, I wouldn't want you to get in trouble too. You know what I mean? People are fucking nuts. But I mean, I'm going to have to protect you. You're my friend. Appreciate that. 
I would try to grab something to like hit the person with. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would. I'd be screaming and would be like, "Help! Help! Everybody! Help!" Also, it's so fucking scary too because then it's like germs everywhere. So like he's getting shot. That's another thing. It's germs, and also too, it's just like I don't know. Like someone, why are you shoving a comedian? Like what is wrong with you? Like he's a comedian. Shoving a comedian. I I wish I knew what he said. Like what happened. I don't know. I don't, and I, I don't know. I mean, I we just have as much evidence as out that's on the internet. I the article ask I read, Jay, the the article I read said that they his um I think it was the guy's sister was heckling like everybody, and so they asked his sister to leave, and when she was getting escorted out, he like lost it. Interesting. Yeah. That's it. That's so what I read. Being an ass, and then in turn he went and attacked a comedian for the comedian doing his job. That's what I saw. Isn't that crazy? We've lost it. We've lost fucking it. lost it. We've fucking lost it. People are pent up, too. That's the other thing. People you know are pent I'm up? I'm people, pent up. Yeah, like, people are pent up. But it was this, to me, it really was this Saturday when I was in bed that early. And I was like, and I remember, I was like, wait, what am I doing? Like, I was like, who? You know, it's just like, it just gets, I got a piece of glass in my toe. So then Ashley and I had an activity because we had to like get the glass out of my foot. But it was like, what are we doing? You know? And you're like, whoo. Yeah, something. Activities something. for today are yeah. done. Isn't that, maybe we should just try to learn a new, I mean, I started working out again. Maybe we should just try to learn like another fucking language. We, I'm, I'm, you already speak a lot. I mean, learning a new language is always good. So if you could, if you can do that, then do that. What language would you want to learn? Chinese? I would like to learn Mandarin or Japanese. That'd be amazing. I mean, talk about More it. More Japanese, I think, because it yeah. has a lot of similarities with Italian, like in the way that they're very musical. How cool would that be if you spoke Japanese? I just know Konnichiwa, Origato, and um, I think that's it. I remember my friend Hiroshi told me that no is ye or something. It's more than I know. I don't know. I don't know. But I have a lot of. I have a few friends who are learning Japanese. My friend Sarah learned it. My friend Patrick. My friend who killed himself in mm. February learned it. Um, yeah. If you go, that to got J dark quick. Well, in Japan, there's a big comedy community now of expats, so you could do comedy over there. I guess I could. I, I mean, I that is one place I want to go. That yeah, uh, Tokyo, the food, the art, I'd the love city, to, the mm -hmm. pop. I mean, I'd love to go to Tokyo. Is anyone, anyone here from Japan who can let Emma and I go? We'll do a, we'll do like a when this is all over with. We'll do like a Japanese weekend. It'd be a weekend week in Japan. Yeah. Emma and I. That'd be awesome. And we could document it. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be. I'd say it's on my top twenty places to go. It's not in the top five. Where are your top five? I would love to go to Thailand. Mm. Um, I would love to go to like the beaches. I want to go to well, those I've beaches never... in Southeast Asia. Look amazing. I mean, Ashley's like you've never to, seen before. Like never seen. Ashley's trying to go to Barcelona, which I told her she couldn't do because I was like, it's where everything's locked down. But her friend, can't that, go, you can't, we can't go anywhere. We can just go to Mexico. I, that's it. She, yeah, she literally. Her friend lives in Germany, so her friend. I was like, your the reason your friend can go to Barcelona, she lives in Germany. What is the fascination with Barcelona? Her friend Having dated to... someone who lives in Spain, I went a lot of times to Madrid and now Barcelona. Right. 
And Barcelona is a beautiful city. I mean, I like it, but but not like I'm not attracted to Barcelona the same way I'm attracted. Like Madrid to me is like this. I don't. It's so beautiful and romantic, and feels very European, and feels very elegant, and feels very like the way they dress in Madrid. Right. Like, just everything about it seems like romantic. Right. Barcelona to me seems loud and more party centric. I guess it makes sense. It's on, it's on the beach, so like obviously it's gonna have more of like a what they say in Italian, like festigiate, like, like fe- fest. Is that know, where people party. go to spring break in Europe, Barcelona? Kinda, yeah, like Ibiza, Barcelona, like big uh-huh. parties. Like you know, I just have come to terms with I'm not a party person. Right. I'm not a gay party person. I don't go to circuit parties and don't take off my shirt and run around and drink. Right. I just don't have it in me. But Barcelona's it, in the gay world more that. Right. And her, this friend of hers, Ashley's not a partier either, and neither is this friend of hers I met, but they both, her friend's done it, I think, three times, she said. Um, they, it's like some place where you can do ayahuasca, and I was like, what? Oh, what is with ayahuasca? I don't know, but I guess in Barcelona, there's like some place that's like renowned. And blah, 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 blah. But I was like, you're in not going. Barcelona? Not yeah. like Peru? Maybe in Peru too, but this, her friend that does it is like, and her friend that does it is a fitness instructor and owns a gym and like is like r- so healthy. I was like, she does drugs, and she was like, no, she doesn't even drink. This is different. It's not drugs. I was like, you go, you guys are gonna go get hooked on the juice. But I guess it's not drugs in the sense that it's crystal meth, but it's drugs. Yeah, it's you're t- taking a hallucination, right? Hallucinogens, whatever. I was at a um, med spa, okay. and you know what they had? Fucking hmm. special K, and that's what they call. Well, they called it ketamine. They're like do you want a ketamine? Are you interested in a ketamine drip? And I was like, you mean like the horse tranquilizer? And they're like, but they do a ketamine drip. Isn't that what gays do at like circuit parties or something? I think so. Yeah. J or something. I don't know. (laughs) Ketamine. Why would you get that dripped in you for what? They said that it's good for depression. I was like, I didn't go. It was just, they were past. They had it at the med spa where I do the cryotherapy. And I was like, isn't this special K though? And they were like, well, originally it was this and that. And they're like, it has to be administered by a doctor. But these med spas in LA have it. They're like, need a doctor? Snap, snap. And then someone pops up and is like, Botox. So these, I don't know what the deal is with these doctors, like what med school they went to, but it's like their job is to just like sign Dr. Nix from Simpson, like, hi, everybody. Yeah. Where is the travel? Like- exactly. Exactly. And then they like, but you can get a ketamine drip in LA, which. Doesn't seem like what a ketamine drip. I don't even understand. I've, let me look up what a ketamine drip even looks like. Let me and you can't quick. get a vitamin drip in LA. I asked because I, before I flew, I was like, I'd like to get a vitamin C drip. And I'm glad they said no because I shouldn't be spending money on that. They said nope because hospitals are ba- like backed up on needing drips, so you can't get one for cosmetic reasons. Ket- research has shown that ketamine has antidepressive properties, which means yeah, but like kind of. But so does like orange juice. So does my ADD um, pills. Ketamine is approved by the U.S. and Food Drug Administration for the indu- um, induction and maintenance of anesthesia. Although it is big, is being used for the management of psychiatric disorders and chronic pain management. Ketamine is also incorporated into the treatment of psychiatric disorders such as major depressive disorder, bipolar disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, as well as post-operative and chronic pain management. Hmm. See. I mean, but it sounds like that's what people use it as a drug. I mean, it's, you're supposed to get it, like, it's pretty expensive, too. It's like $600 or something crazy like that. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it... Okay. 
it's the the place that offers it the med spa it's six hundred dollars and, and to put it in perspective the cryotherapy there is like 25 dollars a session which is is that where they just freeze your body yeah it it so since when i started working out again i was so sore i was like i'm not gonna stick with it if i'm feeling this sore so i went a couple times and it made me feel it makes you not i don't know if it does anything else because they are like it does this and does that probably not but it definitely makes you helps with muscle soreness well, I mean, I've been, getting, I've been going to a chiropractor, and that feels better. That feels great. It's different. Like, it, the, um, because it's like if your legs and arms are sore from, like, working out specifically, it make you, you walk in sore, you leave not really sore. Mm. But it's also not fun. Like, it's fucking freezing. You're in there for three minutes, and you're like, that's cold. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I just haven't noticed, I, I'm so ignorant, but I guess a ton of gays are doing testosterone and steroids. Like just yeah, everyone, not I've everyone, heard. but like a lot. And I'm, I'm sort of like, of course I'm jealous, but I'm also like, no. well, there, aren't there like, isn't there backlash to that? Definitely. I think it's like, it definitely messes up your hormones and your skin and then your testicles and like, it's not good. Do you know anyone personally that's doing it? I know a lot. I've been, really? I've been the people have been starting to get very open about it. Like, yeah, I did a cycle, it. or yeah, I'm doing a cycle right now. I'm like, what? Oh, they look amazing. Really? <laughs> they look incredible. Really? Oh, I mean, just, yeah, the, van, the vein part of myself is like, wow, they look great. But don't um, they look too jacked up? I usually think of someone with steroids being like overly beefed up. Well, the thing is, I think that there's a bunch of different kinds now. So, like, in the right. 80s, there was, like, one type of steroid that gave everybody the same look. Now, I feel like, you know, you can sort of be thin but, like, ripped or, you know, whatever. Now, they sell testosterone pills, which I don't – that doesn't seem safe. Yeah. I don't know. None of it seems safe. I would did, like, one week of creatine, and then it made me break out. I'm like, oh. I can't even – Because creatine, I've seen the place – I've seen that. But I don't know what. Yeah. But testosterone is that legal? I don't know. I don't know either. I actually don't know. I I'm gonna go with no. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go with I'm no guess. too. I'm gonna guess that it's no. If Otherwise, you take I testosterone, let us know. But yeah, I would and love to know. We'd be curious. Um, so two things we want to know on this show. Yeah. Japanese people or people who live in Japan and know about Japan, tell us everything. Um, and then if you take testosterone, let us know what yes. your experience has been with it, what that means, and we'll read it on the show. We read all those yes. ghost stories. And I mean, for female to male, to, uh, that my, the two people I know who have done testosterone were female well, to I'm male. Well, I'm not talking right, right. For, I'm not talking about anyone in the trans community who right. chooses to use testosterone and estrogen to i'm talking about yeah. cis male cis men who are like male i'm not please forgive me if i'm using the wrong terminology who are doing it for muscle growth right like yeah because for vanity reasons not because they're going right. through a life change because my friend and trust me i want to use them but i'm not so go ahead he said it made him super like horny and skin problems, and um, it makes you really emotional. So it's not. Yeah, the fun, one the one think. friend who I have who's on it is like, who's very chill and very cool, has been like very anxiety, like full of anxiety, as of late, and I keep telling him to stop 
using it. I'm like, stop using this. I was like, this is making, no, because I have to finish this cycle. And if I don't finish the cycle, then you can have bad. I'm like, it's, it feels like you're like trapped. I don't know. That's probably a really good- I'm jealous all at the same time. What would you look like if you took it? I mean, I feel like you're already as muscular as you could get. I think I've maxed, I mean, I don't, I can't grow right now anyways. I mean, in quarantine, but um, I'd probably, I'd I'd probably look good. You know, ripped and chiseled and like extra cheekbones. Like I'd have six cheekbones. Yeah, it'd be too much. I, I bet your sister would have insight about it. I, I'm sure a lot of bodybuilders. She probably do it. knows because I think in that world she's dealt with a lot sure. of people who are in that. And I, I've talked to her about it briefly, and she basically, I think she's like, I don't personally know, but I know people who would have better information about it and what that looks like and stuff. But the, here's the biggest thing. One, I'm too neurotic anyways to do it. And three, I, don't, I, mean, I, I barely drink. And th- two, it changes your, I've read that it can change your vocal cords permanently, <sighs> which means I would like all that, all those years of singing would go completely to waste because I was vain. I wanted how, to look good on a, in a Speedo for three months. And how, which, in, which you already do. And then also how weird is it that, like think of what it must do to your body if it affects your vocal cords. Well, I think it length or thickens the vocal cords. So it like changes like your, the timbre of your voice. I think, I don't know. I'm just saying, I think it does. That's but of course crazy. I'm jealous. Of course I'm like sitting at home playing Fortnite and looking at these gays at the beach looking ripped. And I'm like, God, I'm like, is that what I'm supposed to look like? You also, know, I had this. They oh, might sorry. be enhancing themselves with the photos. You know what I'm saying? That's also true. I mean, I always fix my hairline in every photo. Right, right, right. Exactly. Every photo. People are like, wow, your hair looks thick. I'm like, it's not real. Right. This is what this is my vision board, is my Instagram. Right. To make my hair look thicker. So right. when I can afford that surgery, I'm get it. I'm so open about getting that hair surgery. I'm gonna do it. Amen. I'm all for there's it. There's a trans there's a trans model. She just got her hair surgery. I think her name is Isis. And um, I think it was before it was before the terrorist group. But um, she, I think she was on America's Next Top Model. But she just did the hair surgery. And she like was very open about it and showed mm-hmm. the surgery and everything on her Instagram. It was really fascinating. and gave me a lot of confidence to think I could get that surgery. But I don't have money right now. Right, because this would be a good time to do it because the downtime. That's true. But I wonder if they like let you do like a credit plan with it. Like you pay a certain amount every month. Kind of like those like things in the nineties, like seven easy payments of fifty nine ninety nine. Exactly. And it's like a shit rotisserie chicken thing right. that you use once. Um, if I you don't buy know. it right now, I'll we'll take an extra. If they're always like slashing the price down to, we'll pay you. But if you did it now, yeah, yeah. Though, if when you have to pay something installments like that, they usually they you pay more in the end. Right, interest and stuff. Right. right. I know nothing, That's and I but I know that. Oh, I know nothing. I know nothing about steroids. I'm talking about them. Well, I definitely know that you're right that a lot of people do do them, but I don't know anyone that does it for aesthetic reasons. Because I just always think of it like 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 veins popping out, not looking good. Well, I mean that is a look that some people like. Right. But, um, it's too you know, much. I have to, it's it might be it'd be too much, and then I'd be on TV trying to make jokes and be relatable, and then it's like. You look like you're right. the Terminator. Right, with a high voice, because if it would change your voice, and then it's totally rip. I think it made my voice lower or thicker. Oh. No. Like more muffled sound. I had a friend who did steroids, and he said it changed his skull. See, like it's his not jawline. 
changed permanently. I, I know. You're right. I'm just it's a crazy. mess. Well, let us know, guys, if any of you have done it. We want to hear your stories. And if I should get hair transplants, where I should go and what the... Everyone says to go to Turkey, but I don't know. What? If Who said? Yeah, everyone's like, they do it the best in the world in Turkey and go to Turkey and it's much cheaper and they take care of you. And tur- I'm like, you know, I might just pay the extra few thousand to stay in love. Yeah, to not have to also then pay to fly and stay in Turkey. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go to Turkey. People always get there like, oh, button plants, you got to go to Brazil. Oh, this, you got to go to this place. And it's, it's like, but usually based off of one person having one good experience too. Like, I, like, I don't know where people are like aggregating all of their info. I mean, I know that because that's what I do. I mean, like, there's oh, certain I like South Korea has a huge plastic surgery. Really? World. Yeah, huge. Plastic, and they do it great. Huh. I mean, great in terms of like, it's safe and they do a good job. You know, I don't know about the actual... Well, when I come to New York, I'm seeing my Mental. dermatologist and I'm getting my be- I'm getting rebotoxed because right now, like we've got, I've got the filter on the zoom. So it's what I look like when the Botox is perfect. So I got to, that's the thing that, that if, I got, if I got Botox in June 15th, then when can I get it next? Four to six months, but I've probably been like seven months now. Now I'm stretching it out. I mean, it's not like it, no one's really looking at, you know what I mean? But you get hooked on, you get hooked on it. You get used to looking like cheating the age cycle, you know? A cat. It's cheating. It's like, a, it's like I'm cheating the, yeah, I'm, I'm on my fifth no, leg. You're not, you're not cheating. It doesn't change your voice. True. All right. Well, true, this true. has been a really interesting episode. Yes, yes. yes. Um, these are the tales of, of quarantine we'll be talking about in a couple yes. of years. Now. Like, remember when we weren't doing anything and we almost thought about doing steroids? Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, what happened? Oh, my, this fucking dumb bitch thing at my Airbnb, my apartment in New York just messaged me. I can't wait to not have my apartment there anymore. Thank you guys so much for listening to Inside the Closet. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe.